ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Six weeks into the class action involving 800 Australians alleging exposure to one of the world's most popular ag chemicals and weed killers, Roundup, has caused their non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So while the case is being heard in the federal court in Melbourne, the product continues to be sold in Australia and Monsanto's parent company Bayer insists Roundup is safe. This is a nine-week trial and it'll hear from expert witnesses about whether glyphosate, it's of course a broad-spectrum herbicide, which is the key ingredient in Roundup, is carcinogenic to humans and can cause non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Now, our reporter Lucy Cooper has been watching the case. Yeah, well, Ali, we are currently this week in the sixth week of what is expected to be a nine-week trial. So it's an absolute mammoth of an event. It's all being held at the federal court in Melbourne. And I say mammoth because we've got over 800 Australians who are involved in this class action. So this trial has heard from expert witnesses and it's essentially, it's two pronged. So it's looking at first whether glyphosate, a broad spectrum herbicide, which is the key ingredient in Roundup, as you mentioned, is carcinogenic to humans and can cause non-Hodgkin lymphoma. So if that is then accepted by the court, it will then move on to the second question, which is whether the manufacturers, uh, Monsanto, were negligent regarding the risks posed by its products. So it's really interesting and it's worth noting it's a landmark case. So that means that it's a, it's, this will be a legal decision that significantly impacts and changes the interpretation of the law and, and essentially set a precedent for future cases. So we haven't seen this in Australia before and in a class action i mean that's you know that's like Aaron Brockovich style it's 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 just so massive and such an interesting thing to follow along with what will it look like in the federal court will this be a trial where there's a jury how how does this work yeah so right now it's it's a judge only trial and that's for a number of reasons so you know this is incredibly complex i mean 9 weeks there's so much information to go over so they've seen that that is probably too difficult for a jury to understand. And then it's also because, you know, there's a lot of publicity about this. There's been a lot of high publicity cases of this kind in the US that garnered a lot of media attention. And they essentially wanted to prevent the jury from, you know, getting uh, influenced by any coverage. So just leaving it to judge only reduces that chance of influence. And just to be clear, farmers are still using Glyph at the moment and, and you can still buy it as a as a weed killer at the moment. It's available in retail outlets around Australia. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So you can head down to any of your local hardware store and it's going to still be available. And we don't actually know if this will result in a ban of glyphosate it's because we're actually seeing whether the company was negligent and whether it is carcinogenic. So we don't know whether it will lead to a ban or whether we would see uh, new um, stickers added, that kind of thing. But, you know, it can't be forgotten how widely used Roundup is. I mean, across most agricultural industries in Australia, I know on 
cane farms here in North Queensland, every day it's used. And also just average average use for, for weeds in your garden. It, it's, it's widely, widely used. Very common, and it must be noted that Monsanto's parent company, Bayer, insists Roundup is safe at this stage. But Lucy Cooper, who are the key players in this trial? So as I said, it's judge only. So we've got Justice Michael Lee, a federal court judge who's overseeing all of this. And then we've got the two sides. So we've got Morris Blackburn, the company has, that's the company that's brought on this class action against Monsanto. And they're running this on a no win, no fee basis. So you could be a complainant, one of those 800 complainants, and right now you don't have any fees um, if, it, if it doesn't win. So that's how they're operating. And they've uh, enlisted barrister Andrew Clements KC. He's acting for uh, Morris Blackburn, and he is representing Kelvin McNichol. Now, Mr McNichol, he's the lead applicant. So that means that his case is what everyone is looking at. And that is the case that will determine the outcome for the other 800 people. Because as we can understand, sitting through 800 people's testimonies would take an extremely long time. So this is usually how class actions work, where you just have one lead applicant. And I mean, it's worth noting, he's 40 years old. He's diagnosed with non-Hodgkin lymphoma in 2018. He went into remission the following year, but it was revealed at the start of the trial that he was diagnosed with cancer only six weeks before this trial began. So he's not attended that initial hearing and other hearings as well because he is receiving treatment for his cancer. So that's that complainant side. Then the other side is Monsanto. So Monsanto developed Roundup. They're owned by a massive, you know, chemical giant and pharmaceutical giant in Bayer. And they've enlisted barrister Stephen Finch, who is representing them. So on to the lead arguments. What have we heard so far? So I think, you know, Mr McNichol's situation is the fact that he worked for his family's vegetation management business, spraying weeds on the side of highways and so on and so forth for effectively like every day for 20 years, he says. And so he said during this time he was exposed to Roundup products and also throughout his childhood he also helped his father kill weeds on their property in New South Wales. So he's had quite a long period of exposure to the product and he alleges that he had direct contact. So it dripped or leaked onto his skin and clothes and also, you know, through through mist as well, went into his eyes. Uh, and so that's his situation. That's what the case is based on. And so We've got the two arguments, which is for him is arguing that glyphosate and Roundup were carcinogenic to humans and could cause non-Hodgkin lymphoma through a number of ways. Whereas on the other side, you've got Monsanto's defense. So they're taking a stance that's very similar as to what we've seen with cases in the US, and that's to really like focus on the reliability of scientific studies into glyphosate. So essentially, they're looking to attack that reliability of the studies which have been presented by the applicants and by Kelvin McNichol. Monsanto's defence is arguing that the applicants, if the applicants were able to prove that glyphosate-based herbicides might cause cancer, they would still not have proved that the compound was a carcinogen. So a big focus on that word that we've, they've used in the case, which is might cause cancer.
In terms of what we've learnt from the past six weeks, because you've said this is week six of a nine-week trial, what have we heard so far? So essentially this entire case is going to come down to the science behind glyphosate. So these first six weeks we've heard from a range of witnesses, um, so researchers, scientists, medical professionals, toxicologists, and it's been it's been incredibly heavy in the detail. I mean, it's all I've been following it through live stream and just logging in every day. They've got a different scientific paper up on the screen and they're zooming in on a specific graph and trying to understand how that one scientist came to that conclusion, how many people they would have used for that research, uh, uh, all the separate data points. It is just so incredibly detailed and I don't know how this judge can follow this so well. It's it's just fascinating to see. I mean, we're asking things like what cancer is, what non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is, how could glyphosate go penetrate the skin and cause cancer? Like we're getting into that nitty gritty, which is just so, so interesting. And then we've moved into recent weeks into the possibility of it causing cancer and looking at cases in the US and what those outcomes were. And so it's just been fascinating to watch. And, you know, the the most recent expert that they called upon was Dr. William Sawyer. He's a toxicologist in the US and he was cross-examined on a wide range of topics. You know, we're looking at things like his previous experience where he served as a technical expert for cases in the US. And and does he believe glyphosate is a carcinogen, which he does? And so it it's led in recent days to this really interesting kind of re- revelation in the case where Monsanto's lawyers went really strong on, you know, trying to discredit him as an expert. And they even went as far as to try and throw his entire testimony out. And this led to a number of heated exchanges and one in which Dr. Sawyer, that toxicologist, claimed that Monsanto sabotages the publication of scientific studies and he believed that they went through his trash when he was being deposed for another case. So it's pretty wild stuff, Ali. Where to from here? Of course, uh, this week and another three weeks after that? Yeah, so we've been adjourned till the 19th of October. So they've just got some um, affidavits and technical documents to go through in the coming days just because we've reached that kind of first part in the case where they're trying to determine if it's a carcinogen. And so we'll be looking at that, uh, recommencing on the 19th for looking at, yes, another three or so weeks. Um, and then we'll be, we'll be waiting for a decision after that. Lucy Cooper, thanks for keeping us up to date on that court case. Pleasure.